Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and this is the Mindfully Integrative Show. Today's mindful chat is with Julia Coracio. I roll my R's, but <laughs> she is an amazing award-winning author. She told me it's 15 books. I thought it was just a few, 15 books that she writes about decluttering your life. She's talk, um, her business is called Reawaken Your Balance. Is that correct? Reawaken and your brilliance. Your brilliance. Oh, I apologize. And she's just an amazing woman. She's a lot to share with you today um, in the integrative health space about decluttering, decluttering your life. And would you realize how important that is that, you know, we have a cluttered mind. Um, we can't clean out the rest of our life. So um, talk to us about this. It's so nice to meet you, Julie. Thanks for having me. So yeah, I'm very passionate about helping people clear clutter in all areas of their lives. You know, most of the time people are going to focus on the physical stuff. You know, the people in my industry have started to move towards mental, but for a long time, I'm like, it's so much more than that. You can have clutter in your relationships, health, energetic clutter, right? We're on a mindfulness show. People are going to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense to me, right? So we're we're the sum of all our parts. And so if one area is out of whack, it's going to affect everything. Like, so for example, if you have a cluttered space, that's going to affect you mentally, right? Because you can't think right? If I've got all this clutter around, how can I focus? How can I get those answers within? If I have a cluttered space, I can't do it. Or if you your bed's unmade and your bedroom is all out of whack, you're not going to be able to get a good night's sleep, which is the foundation of health. And so then you've got health clutter. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. We'll have to get dive into this more. I always ask a fun fact about um, you that people may not know um, that you'd like to share. Well, so One good thing about COVID was I started a plant medicine course and because of COVID, it was offered online and I just got my certification. So I'm super into plant medicine, plant plant, um, herb medicine, or just like plant. Yes. Like herbal. And she, it's called a year of Gaia and she's brings in folklore and all this cool stuff. I mean, it's phenomenal what I've learned. And so uh, what I'm really into and want to expand on is flower essences is taking like, so Bach, if you've heard of Bach flower remedies, Ooh, so doing yum. something similar to that. Yeah. So Ooh, that's that my fun cool. fact. What's your, um, what's your favorite herb or plant so far right now? What I'm really enjoying is hibiscus. Ooh, hibiscus. Oh my God. It tastes so good too. Oh my God. It's so delicious. It is. It's very, so that's like a and nice, cool, refreshing drink for the summer. Oh yeah. That's really good. Oh, nice. Love it. Yeah. It's so cool how, um, herbs I, um, herbs and plants can do, I mean, do so much more than all the pharmaceutical stuff. Um, so it's just, people don't realize it just takes time. just takes a little time. It does. Um, so yeah, I'd love for you to chat about that at another time when you're, um, you know, in a further, further, another podcast time. 
So let's chat about kind of where you came from, right? So where, I mean, I put things in this integrative space, integrative health space, because um, there's many aspects of getting healthier. Um, so let's chat about where your story kind of comes from. How did you kind of get to this point? Well, I began, I was in a crazy job. I moved from Los Angeles to Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, a job that I had, I was like, I don't want to do this. So what can I do that they're all nuts here that I can make money, right? I've got to make a single woman have to make living at the time. And, but I want to make a difference in people's lives. And so I was like, ah, I'm going to do organization. But the more I did the work and at the same time, I'm doing a international TV show online called Reawaken Your Brilliance. I'd go to a studio and interview body, mind, spirit experts. I do a lot of personal growth work. And then I had this aha moment working with a client and she's like, can we just talk? And I was like, sure, you're the client. And she's like, I can tell you're a little freaked out. But so we talked about like, what's behind the clutter, right? And after that, we did maybe three hours of talking and then boom, within an hour, she was able to clear her physical clutter. Like it never had happened that quickly with any client that I'd had. And I was like, ah, it's about the clutter. And I said, and I need to bring all my personal growth stuff into it, right? Like you can have spiritual clutter. Are you able to forgive? Are you able to have gratitude? And so that kind of informs what I do with people. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I talk a lot about um, the mindful ways and uh, you're part of that in a, in a very like small way of saying it, like, but it's really very big. Like it, it's, um, it all emulates in where you are. Um, I had to learn declutter through being so scattered as a young and learning disability. And I had to learn decluttering because of it was necessity, you know, mm-hmm. but it was like, oh, wait, if I don't declutter, I'm never going to get anything done. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I can imagine your, your clients, you know, do you have, um, or just even for yourself, what made you kind of, um, go into that realm of decluttering? Did you find yourself cluttering, decluttering your life first and then going into others after well, personal growth has always been a huge part of my life. Okay. Ever since uh, I was a kid. And then when I lived in Los Angeles, I went to clairvoyant school and learned energy healing oh, for 13 months. And that was about clearing your energetic clutter. Oh, you know, so that if we have something, yeah, absolutely. But you know, if we don't work through a trauma, it stays with us. Oh, 100%. right. Yes. So, you know, my, we had, unfortunately on Monday, we had to put our 19 year old cat down. And so mm-hmm. we had some time with them, but I was crying and crying and crying. And what I realized was I was also grieving my mother who had passed last year, right? Because I hadn't, I was so busy helping caregiving and then we had to do the celebration of life and then we were moving and blah, 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 right? And so I didn't have that time and that space to grieve and cry for my mother. And so that's an example of something that was creating other clutter because I'm distracted. I'm not feeling my feelings. I'm emotionally eating, you know? So that's what it's, it's that's why you have to look at all areas of life because how does one affect the other? Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, there are, hundred percent, like, um, they're correlated or they're connected. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of, or I'm a big believer of everything is connected, just like energy is not created, destroyed. So yes, I I can understand where you're, where you're coming with that. What, um, I'm sorry to hear about your mom, um, passing uh, when you were trying to, cause you're obviously trying to work with uh, clients and, you know, um, with their, their growth and their, was that challenging to work with them at that time or were you able to kind of compartmentalize? compartmentalize and it was a nice distraction. And I also cut back. I had to be realistic, right? I'm like, I'm going to be very selective 
with what I do. And yeah. so that was very helpful. Okay. Wow. Um, what um, would you like to kind of talk about um, either a client or how you kind of work in this declutter space? Like, and, and then I know you wrote 15 books. So if you want to discuss with us one of those books, I would love for you to talk about it. Sure. Well, why don't I'm a huge fan of concrete examples. So why don't I share a couple of my Absolutely. favorites? Absolutely. I would love that. So, so when I first started my business, I was working with a woman and she had a stack of clutter, uh, not clutter, excuse me. So she had a stack of these articles. It was about two or three feet tall. And I said, well, what are these? And she said, oh, you know, those are articles and recipes that I've clipped that I'm going to send to family and friends. And I said, okay, how long have we had these? And she said, a couple of years, you know, I just haven't gotten around to sending these. So as we started to talk and, you know, I'm sure as you believe we all have the wisdom within. So I see my view as holding space for that wisdom to come to the surface because everyone knows what's best for them. And as we're talking, she said, oh my gosh, I think if I don't send people articles and keep in touch that they aren't going to love me anymore. And as soon as she said that, she knew that wasn't true. So we chucked that whole stack into the bin and that opened up space for her to focus on her music. Her music, she was passionate about that, had been on the back burner. But once she cleared the space in that room and started to get that energy going, she was able to focus on a passion. I also had a client who was recently married and the dining room table was a dumping ground for everything, right? They just, both the husband and wife and could come, would just throw everything there but it was affecting their marriage, right? Because they couldn't have dinner together. They couldn't have that time to, you know, check in and reflect upon the day. As soon as we cleared that, it completely helped the marriage. And then I had another client who's my first ever client. That's really big. I mean, I'm very, very big on um, like, so I, I mean, I have little ones. So it's like me and my husband, we come, comes home from work or when I'm off of work. And I'm very big on having family together and having dinner. I mean, it's nothing, doesn't always have to be fancy or or lunch or whatever, but we always have breakfast, lunch and dinner together. Um, If, you know, it's home for lunch, but like, because it, it's just a time to connect and I'm like, all right, no, tell no, no phone. Well, for the most part, I would say 80% no phone and, and let's eat. And I think it's so important. I love that my mom and dad had had instilled that in us when we were younger Mm -hmm. to just like have a meal together is just huge. I don't think everybody gets to do that, whatever meal it is, you know? (laughs) Right. No, but it does. It really, I love that you're reinforcing that because people say, oh, come on, there's clutter on the dining room table. How much can it be affecting everything? Well, it was having a huge impact on their marriage. No, I, I bet it can be. And the funny thing that you're saying about having that clutter there Um, my toddler actually, I don't know. It was, um, it kind of forced, I mean, I didn't have a lot there, but I had enough that it was like, oh, I got to get stuff off. And sure enough, he started to come climbing up on the dining room table and started pulling things off. And I was like, oh, this is a decluttered moment. (laughs) I was learning myself. I'm like, oh, this needs to be go. So in a way now we have nothing on there except for like, maybe like, um, maybe one thing, I think of paper towels or something. So, and, um, yeah, it forced us. I was definitely, it was a forced declutter. I mean, I'm not telling people to have their toddler going <laughs> destroyed, but I can imagine um, what people's like rooms were like. <clears throat> yeah. And so I think that it's just having that understanding again, like, wow, I didn't really realize how much of the impact or, you know, the thing I want people to consider is what roadblock is clutter creating for them? So for instance, you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's an overstuffed closet. Well, and maybe it's preventing a relationship from blooming, right? Someone comes over and sees that closet like, ooh, mm -mm, 
and maybe makes some assumptions or, you know, they've done studies that coworkers, if you have a messy desk, people trust you less. And maybe you're not getting that promotion because people walk into your office and are like, oh, no, mm -mm, I don't trust that person. Right. So it's thinking about the bigger picture. What is it preventing you from doing? Or like my client that I mentioned a moment ago, couldn't focus on music. This whole, this whole stack of papers was interfering with that. And, you know, as soon as you take that first step, as you, soon as you start going, then the energy shifts, everything's changed. You're like, oh, okay, I let go of this. I can let go of something else. You know, if we're, our life is crammed with stuff, we can't call into our life what we desire. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging around in that stuck, stagnant energy. And I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I, I mean, I, I definitely have some junk drawers though. I would have to say for myself. <laughs> <laughs> for, so how did you, were you able to write 15 books? That's, that's um, what, and which of the books is ones that is your near and dear to you? Uh, oh, it's like, uh, who's my favorite cat? That's a hard question. I, uh, I love to write. I've always considered myself a writer. And then awesome. I did the podcast and the podcast was doing well. And I said, you know, I'm just going to take some of these episodes and kind of, make them into, cause I know many people are visual so they could sit down. And right. I wanted, one thing that's important to me is, you know, there are times in my life where I didn't have a lot of money and that I wanted to offer, you know, people the option, you have a free podcast and then a book that's affordable if you can't do coaching or take a class. And so just to give people options. And then, uh, so that one clear clutter inside it out is 21 chapters. It focuses on physical, mental, emotional, spiritual clutter, and a bonus energetic clutter, which your audience will understand, but I wanted to introduce that concept to people perhaps who weren't familiar, but it's really more hold hand hand holding and really like here are your take actions at the end of each chapter. And then I started the journal prompt series, which relationships, health, holiday, right? And so there are 365 questions you can ask each day. And one thing I do a little differently is when you open up and you have a question, I have a line with a Lotus at the end. And so after you've answered oh, the question, you and I, yes, you do <laughs> on it. your yeah. thing. And, but the, and I haven't seen that in journal prompt books. And so what I explain in the how to is, you know, if you feel moved, go through and highlight and pick out and, or write on the side, what are the most important points I need to remember when asking this question? Cause a lot of times when people have clutter, they're super overwhelmed. So this is just one more step to break it down, to make it manageable, to make it less overwhelming. And at the end I say, Hey, here's how to move forward. Here's how you can have a plan of action. And then my last book is a 21 day to clutter your life. If you're like, wow, I'm just super overwhelmed. Okay. It's all right. We have 21 days. We're going to do this super easy questions. And then again, a plan to take action. Cause for me, awareness plus action equals change. We either miss that first part I of being aware agree with you. Oh my God. That's in my, uh, awareness and action. Oh, you couldn't have said that better, but ding, that's ding. so important. I hope those that are listening. Right. So and so that's what it is. I want to, in every book, create awareness for you, then action. Cause I want you to change your life. Cause I want you sharing your gift with the world. We would live in such a different place if everyone was doing what they were passionate about and they felt excited and it felt joyful doing. I, I, I could not agree with you more. I seriously. So I, I want those listening to be able to go and reach out on your website. Um, it's reawaken your, your brilliance, correct.com. Yep. Reawaken your brilliance.com. All right. I'm going to definitely have that in the show notes. Um, I can relate to you on the 365 days. Cause I'm also writing on the 365 days in the mindful way. And you are a hundred percent correct with that awareness and action. I, I just talk on a a webinar series on a, like my A's of wellness and it's awareness and, and action are on that. It's, 
I, a lot of people can talk about something, but if they don't actually take and implement some sort of actionable step, I, I, I can't, you know, I can't make them do it. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. So have you ever had challenges, um, with some of your clients getting past those blocks? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, what's interesting again, like it's, uh, this, I had donated hours and I had a woman and this is again, like the, the impact that clutter can have. So I'm going through and pairing socks. Right. And it was like a bunch of socks. And so anyway, she started to open up and something about the socks triggered a memory of abuse. And so at that point, you know, I was like, get you through the session. Then, you know, I'm going to suggest that you go with someone who's more qualified to support you in this. But that powerful moment, I think, I don't know if challenging is the right word. You know, you just, I see my job is to hold space for that. I was able to hold space for her to allow this memory to come up, to honor it. And then let's, who can we find that can support you more with digging a little deeper and figuring out how you need to heal and move forward. The only other challenging thing I've had, I've had twice where husbands were not happy that wives were decluttering and are they not uh, wanting to clutter either. They didn't want it to clutter that. Well, one was, I told the woman and our solution, I said, your husband's a hoarder and he is, it's, it's continuing to get worse based on what she had told me about the progression. And so my job was to carve out a little space for her where she would have a computer, a little chair to meditate. Uh, and then the other one, it was, they had adopted kids and, you know, they had a, uh, home visit coming up. And I was like, she was like, I have to get this in order. But he was like really angry. Like he read her email that I was coming over. And it was one time I like said to my husband, I don't know if we were engaged at the time. I was like, here's the address I am. Here are the hours I'm going to be here. Cause he just was really, and you know, I had to say help what I could, but I was like, you know, your husband's going to need more supportive help for people who are hoarders, but right. right. There's a whole other mental health compatibility right, part right. of this. Yeah. But so that, that's those, challenging. Yeah. That's, I mean, in itself, because the fact that you're, you know, you're trying to help one client and then the, the partner is, is adding in the, the stressors and not supportive of the whole journey. And that is, that's, um, I, I do talk about that in, in a general sense when it comes to health and you're building up an optimal, you know, your, your wellness journey, right? If you don't have the buy-in of your family or whoever is your mm-hmm. partner, your, your colleagues, um, it can be struggle, you know, it, it, um, to that, get that connection to get, you know, um, into the next step. Uh, I, I was it chat. I must've been, that's not challenging. must've been, uh, did it go well? Like, you know, long-term? it did. We were able to do what we could. But then after that, I had to let, you know, I can't control that. And one thing that I do is I do an assessment. I talk to people before ever going in their homes. And so I have only once in my life, someone lied to me because I'm like, I don't work with hoarders. I'm very clear on that. And someone, and I walked in the house and she said, my clutter only extends 16 inches from the wall. And according to the hoarding site, you're a hoarder at 18 inches or something that was, Oh, yeah, my. that was you know really what you can do is you can have them send you videos of their house. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Nowadays, I do so much online. So um, I've had to like really um, change a lot of modify some of my health. Um, like um, so in, in one part, I because I do a lot of um, working with people with their pantry and like figuring out um, their toxins and their what their products are. So oh, it's like, right. oh, show me a video where you're at. And like, like, we'll talk. So yeah, have them take a video. 
So that's a good idea. I mean, I have been doing online. And so we like I did someone's closet yesterday. And so she sat there with the iPad and and did everything. But this was, gosh, back when I first started. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, and they were local. Recently, I just started doing those kind of more and more, you know, just to kind of get no, I totally. But, you You know, and that was was hard because I the good thing was, I mean, my heart broke for her because her son said we're not bringing over the grandchild until you know, this is, there's just too much here. And so she had wanted to find something and we found it. And then I, we were, I was able to give her a referral. I'm like, if you're ready to haul this off, this guy will pay you. He'll come and haul off. And, uh, I said, but you know, you need someone who specializes in hoarding. And I, and I had to phrase that very delicately because she didn't want to believe. And I said, I just don't have the tools. And, you know, and she followed up with me and she said, Oh, your guy came out and you know, isn't going to give me money because it is just junk and he'd have to lose it. And so I said, well, let me call him. And he said, he said, I can't sell any of this. He said, I have to make money if I'm going to spend my time and haul off stuff, which, you know, I'm doing a downsizing with my neighbor and I get it. I'm like, they have to be able to come in and, and all of that. But that was just heartbreaking because, you know, she was holding on to all that junk and she couldn't see or hear, understand that it was junk. That's tough. Wow. I hope she kind of grew from that a little bit. I hope she found someone who was an expert in that. Cause you know, you, you have to do the, in my understanding, not only the physical stuff, but have someone mental health on board as well. Oh yeah. So there, yeah, there's, um, another, that's another level of decluttering and mental yes. health issues. Yep. So there's a mental physical, um, but you're getting to the beginning st- stages, um, which is so important. And those that are not that severe. So, which is a majority of the population that yes. just need general organization, you know? Um, yeah. And like just a reset, like the conversation, like I just said, I have a junk drawer. Why do I have junk drawers? Like, or why do I have? Don't call over here? it the junk drawer. That's my number one tip. And I've been oh. saying that way before the home edit said it. So why I do we call it on. the junk drawer? Please I explain. Think, well, so w- what you call something, it becomes. If I say oh, I'm okay. a jerk, I become a jerk. If oh, right, I hang right. out with jerks, Mindset I'll become too. a jerk. Right. So it's a mind shift. Like if I call the junk drawer, well, I'm just going to throw junk in it. Right. <laughs> what motivation do I have? to declutter it, to organize. Right. I have not. I'm just going to throw it in the junk drawer. It's gotcha. junk. Who cares, right. Okay. So create Caraccio catch-all cyber oh. fix-it station, you know, come up with a name that makes you say, okay, this is what goes there. And then that's going to force you to declutter it and organize it and put stuff together that makes sense. Like maybe you have all your stuff to do mailings. Like I have to mail things. So maybe I, you have to- I actually did that, but I was wondering if one of the drawers, I'm like, Oh, what do you call? Why do they call it the junk drawer? I'm like, Oh, it's just like the, but I feel like, Oh, it's a, for example, uh, I have a kitchen junk drawer. That's what I call it. And then like, like a catch all. Like, sometimes people oh. call it that. Oh, catch all. I like catch all. All right. I'm going to say that one. Maybe that'll start getting me to, cause uh, we're, the but the male one no we, I figured that one out I got you on that <laughs> no, I was just wondering you know um, but that's good it, it makes sense when you start changing the the conversation and the and your words and yeah so important so important <clears throat> what was your um, most favorite thing to clean and declutter well my most favorite thing I like, think or for like me- what is like an area that you enjoy cl- decluttering. Is it mostly physical stuff or is it more energetic? Well, no, when we get more into the spiritual and the emotional and when people have those aha moments and make mm-hmm. that connection for themselves and seeing that burden released and yeah. then seeing how things open up 
and right. they can create what they desire. And that whole thing, part of me, that's the, for me, that's just the most beautiful part of the process. That's awesome. That's really great. Um, is there anything additional that you would like to share? Um, one of your, you know, additional stories or, um, a mindful way for the audience so that they're going to, I just out. want people to remember that they are good enough. They are worthy and they are loved no matter what, you know, we're either coming from fear or hate or anger, whatever you, the bottom is for you for that, or we're coming from love. And if we feel good enough, we don't need to collect physical stuff, right? Cause then we don't get jealous. Cause we're not keeping up the Joneses. Cause we feel good about ourselves. If we feel loved, we won't have relationship clutter and have relationships that aren't healthy and people who, you know, want to run over our boundaries and stuff. And so, and just remember that you can change 10 minutes a day adds up to 60, just over 60 hours in a year. That's, you know, a week and a half of work. That's a lot of time. So start small, build upon that and just keep going. I enjoy where you said 10 minutes a day. I I talk about 10 minutes just in like, I talk about five minutes and just mindfulness and then 10 minutes of another. Oh, it's beautiful. I think people, you know, they spend more time flipping through their phones on the social media than they do sitting and really trying to reconnect with themselves. I could not agree more with you with boundaries. I mean, that's a whole other topic we could have a podcast about and, and trying to talk about the boundary level. So you're not only just I mean, decluttering takes a whole other level of boundaries, right? If you've, if you've mm-hmm. decluttered your whole apartment, there's no way for movement, right? There's no place for people to enter. You're not really connecting or you're not letting people right. in, right? You've blocked them. And remember, as if you're sitting and listening, like, gosh, I'm really overwhelmed. As you start to maybe clear up your office, you're going to have less mental clutter. You clear out the kitchen. You're going to eat healthier because you're like, ah, I, I have space to create meals could not agree with you more. I very much so did that. Like my, my, um, big on the cleaning, like my desk being like good, like you were talking about. And I like the kitchen, you just do one part of the kitchen and you start to change your, your thought process. You're like, Oh, okay. All right. Let's do something. Yes. Um, I can imagine. I can imagine. Do you love, are you big into the, um, organizing, um, like pantry shelves, like where people do like those little, um, drawers and stuff. I I do whatever the client desires. I'm about keeping it. I'm a huge eco organizer. So can we repurpose something around the house? Oh, great. To do that instead of having to buy a container, but it's, you know, I'm not like super rigid. I mean, there are people that need to be super organized and you go do you. I'm about, does it fit with your lifestyle? Can you find what you need when you need it? Or you feel when you walk in your home, I feel good. This feels, my home feels good. That's my goal. My, my other question for you is, do you feel that, um, like being that you're not as rigid, do you feel like people that have more open space are more open or people that are like, not that they're hoarders, but people that are more, um, close, like have more things or more furniture or more things or more items that they're more close-minded. No, I have not. not Mm-mm. Well, when okay. you say open space, I'm imagining an open concept home. Is that what you're okay. or, or uh, saying or meaning more no. like, I guess, um, I mean, doesn't mean just because someone has to have a bigger, not bigger, um, more, um, I guess it's less, more open area 
and when okay because like our last house. house was very open and okay. this house is was built in the 50s so it's more traditional rooms mm-hmm. you know like uh yeah so I was no I've not found a difference with that okay I don't know I just was wondering hey if it's a good question to ask you know there's uh, it might be tr- it's I'm sure true for some people okay yeah I didn't know because some I've had someone on about feng shui and they talk about some other different parts and I was like oh it's not my expertise. So I just was wondering. <laughs> well, and the first that. thing they'll tell you in feng shui is to clear your clutter. Yeah, that's so true. Well, I would love for those to um, reach out to you. So um, please uh, tell us your website again and how they can reach you. Thanks. It's reawakenyourbrilliance.com. I have got a free clutter assessment. If you sign up for my newsletter, have you ask a question and you learn your clutter priority and I give you a take action to get started. Find my podcast books there. Books are also on Amazon, Google Play. And, and what's your uh, podcast? Clear your clutter inside and out. Clear. Love it. All right. We'll put that there too. So thank you so much for being on the show and taking your time and we really appreciate it. And as I tell those, um, you know, this is another way of kind of redirecting your, your health because, you know, we don't declutter our mind and declutter our life where you're not going to get much further. There's going to be a lot of blocks. So thank you so much for being on the show and taking your time. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for bringing mindfulness to people that they can do every day. I really appreciate it. Um, So I want to tell those listening, thanks again for joining in. And um, whether you're listening or watching, make sure you find a mindful way each and every day and hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G, reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.